Well, hello, this is Gary. You're listening to Thinking Out Loud. Today's podcast recorded Saturday of Memorial Weekend, May 28th, 2022. Today's the 22nd year of our Lord. This weird, crazy time to be a human. Like several days after another school shooting happened. It's like just a thing in this country now. Just like, and then the response is fairly automated as well now. From 42, the first like school shooting I like remember hearing about in the news was the most famous one was Columbine. That was back in 99. It's like before a lot of the current high schoolers were even born. Anything going to be done about it? Does the Second Amendment say right to bear arms and that's it? No other verbiage at all? No. No, it has other verbiage beyond just right to bear arms. That's not all it says. So, yeah, you, you could certainly have a, you know, a pretty basic provision that says that military-style assault weapons that were specifically designed for war should not be in the hands of civilians, period. Now. You're a very particular type of civilian that wants to access gun anyway. Maybe go through some extensive rigmarole to get it. Because you're a gun collector or whatever the fuck. Okay. You can make that little loophole. You can pass a very extensive background check, etc., etc., etc. To get that very particular type of gun. Weapons of war. That were specifically designed to murder humans. That's why they were created. Yep. That's what they're for. They don't need to be in the hands of civilians, and not putting them in the hands of civilians does not in any way, shape, or form go against the Second Amendment, the very amendment that they're always spouting, the the super gun-toting enthusiasts get all ramped up about that one. I'm pro-Second Amendment, and I don't even like guns. I don't like the government dictating to me how to live my life. However... I like it. <laughs> keeping the lights on. Keeping the bridges uh, fixed. And also, you know, making sure dangerous people aren't roaming around with AK-47s murdering people. That's kind of fucked up if we just sort of allow it to continue to happen. Like, how many more times have we got to see it on the fucking news? It's, it, it ranked, I think, second or third in most deadliest. It wasn't even the deadliest school shooting just and that's the thing it's it's like a specific category within mass shootings in this country we have various subcategories school shootings mall shootings just mass shootings and it's just uh and what are the republican party gonna do um nothing they are going to do nothing because they're a bunch of fucking bitches uh who only care about power and they're willing to manipulate people. They're willing to lie to people to convince them that, oh, the Democrats are going to steal your guns. Eh. No, they're not. Get your fucking head out of your ass. It's so fucking frustrating. Like, people died the other day, and the response from some of the Republican Party was, Democrats are going to start to steal your guns. It's just like, Ugh. It's disgusting, you know, and it's still one of only two fucking options, the Republican fucking party, and I get it, Democrats leave a lot, a lot to be desired, they're just the lesser of the two evils, you know, neither one of the organizations is all that great, but the Republican party is just repugnant, you know, it's embarrassing how bad they are, and yet people proudly proclaim their allegiance to that organization as if it's some embodiment of small government, fiscal conservatism, Christian values, of which it is not, not even kinda. It's embarrassing how far they are from those principles and they still get to claim that they are the embodiment of it. Nope, sorry, not even close. But, Media tells us that they are the conservative option, and to this day, we are still presented two, two options. That's it. That's what you get. Them, 
the Republican Party. The, let's do nothing at all about guns. Let's make certain medical procedures illegal. Let's give taxes, tax cuts to the wealthy and to big corporations owned by the wealthy. And then let's cut funding to health care, public education, infrastructure. But here's the thing. Millions of working class folk go along with it. They vote for that as if it's going to make their lives better. How does any of those things make our society better? How? Like, more stress and anxiety. Yay, that's fun. What does it mean to ban a medical procedure? What does that specifically mean? I know, I get it. You believe that life begins at conception. Wonderful. That's so awesome that you believe that. Neato. Cool. You believe that life begins at conception. What does that have to do with the federal government suppressing women? Are you pro that? Because you, you getting on the life begins at conception thing when discussing the, the federal law that's on the books or trying to be on the books that's going to ban abortion. Your belief that life begins at conception, that's, that's really interesting. That's fascinating. You know, good for you. Wonderful that you believe that. Proclaim it and shout it from the mountaintops if you like. Thumbs up. It doesn't have anything to do with, though, the federal government. Do people not understand what it means when they ban knowledge? It's a procedure that exists, that is in demand. So there will be federal agents monitoring women suspected of being sexually active. If they're suspected of being active, they'll have to take a pregnancy test by a government agent. If they test positive, yeah, they'll, they'll be under constant surveillance and monitoring by a government agent to, to make sure that they do not abort said pregnancy. Do people not understand what the anti-abortion law means? We're saving babies. No, you're not. <laughs> there is no baby yet. Even if there isn't an abortion, there may not be a baby. If you're eight weeks pregnant, don't announce to the world that you're pregnant. Okay? Not to be brutally blunt, but even if you're planning on having a baby, if you're only eight, ten weeks along, don't be announcing it to the world. Okay? Just maybe keep that between you and your partner. I know it's kind of harsh to say it that way, but yeah, there's no guarantee. Even if you're a month, you know, a couple months, three months getting, probably maybe wait at least till you're showing before you announce to the world, even if you're planning on it. It's a long and arduous process. Why does the federal government have the authority to dictate to a woman what is in her best interest? Good question. I believe the life begins at conception. You know, like, wonderful. It's so wonderful that you believe that. That's awesome. Great. Cool, man. Um, and you can continue to believe that. You're allowed to believe your beliefs in a society in which it doesn't punish and suppress women and dictate to them what they can do with their bodies. You know. You can still believe that life begins at conception all you want. It doesn't affect your belief. Your belief. Believe it. Proclaim it. And be you. Okay? So if you're in a, a similar situation, you already know what you're going to do. You're going to make the choice to go through with the pregnancy. Even if there's complications. Even if doctors are advising you against it. You're going to make the choice to go through with the pregnancy and to not have an abortion. Because you've already made up your mind. Life begins at conception. And no matter what, you must go through with it. No matter how much risk there is to your own health. No matter how it was that you became pregnant. None of that matters to you. Okay? I understand. But that's your belief. Okay? Why do you get to dictate what you believe in a very authoritative way? How other people live, actually live their lives. They're, they're actually real life experience, real world. You know, what's going on inside of their own body. Because of your belief, the federal government is going to be now monitoring that woman basically 24-7. That is what it would mean if you ban abortion. Do people not study biology? 
Like, what the fuck? It's a, it's a law specifically designed to suppress and oppress women. That is what the law is about. It is not about saving babies. Stop lying to yourself. If you're pro-saving babies, be pro-healthcare, huh? Pro-childcare as a right. Let's make sure those children and babies are being taken care of who are already babies and are here in this world, okay? I know you're so concerned about those potential babies, but what do you, what, who's going to take care of that baby once they're here? You know, a baby that maybe the mother decided very early on that she could not, couldn't, couldn't. What was the specific reason? None of your fucking business. You know, like, why is it the government's man's business? Why a woman is going to the OBGYN? Why is she going to Planned Parenthood? None of your fucking business. Okay, and they do other stuff there besides abortions. You know, it's wealthy, white, powerful men wanting to meddle in women's affairs. It's none of their fucking business. It's big, intrusive government, and people are voting for it for some reason, thinking that they're saving babies. No, you're not. You're not. I'm sorry. Have your thoughts on abortion. Great. And live your life. And know that there's other people living in this world that live differently than you and have different views than you. You can be uncomfortable with it all you like, all you like. Shout from the rooftops and the mountaintops what it is that you believe. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's a free country. You have freedom of speech. Speak your mind. Go ahead. March in the streets declaring that abortion is, is baby killing. Say all the random crazy shit that you say to try to prove your point that there should be a law punishing women and and basically requiring the government to constantly surveil women suspected of being sexually active because once they're thought to be pregnant then they're going to have to be under constant surveillance to make sure that they don't try to sneak off to get an abortion because abortion is knowledge yeah it's a it's a procedure that is known how to do people know how to do it how do you ban that? You don't. It'll be performed on the black market less safely because it will still be in demand. I know that you are uncomfortable with it. Go ahead and be uncomfortable with it. Yes, you don't get to control other people's actions. It's called free will. You know, you live your life. You believe abortion is whatever. Okay, no matter what, You've made, you are going to make the choice to go through with the pregnancy. That is you. Go ahead. Be that person. Live your life. And shout from the rooftops and the mountaintops what it is that you believe. Let's just keep the government man out of it, though, huh? Let's not have the government man, you know, constantly monitoring our daughters, our sisters, our mothers, our wives, girlfriends, you know. The women in our lives, the government man, and it would be a man, most likely, constantly just injecting themselves into women's lives, and <laughs> that's what it would mean. That's what it would mean, you know? A woman buys a pregnancy test, and then suddenly there would be a government agent, like, knocking on their door the next day. Yeah? Like, that's no good. Okay? It's oppressive. It's fascism. It's fucked up. It's not democracy. Okay, but it's been this slow rolling machine to get towards that. It's what the Republican Party truly represents in the modern form. They elected a, they nominated a fascist, you know, a guy running on a fascist campaign. Let's build walls. Let's ban Muslims. Let's uh, compare Nazis to civilians living in a in a city peacefully. They're the same in his mind. He was unwilling to talk ill of Nazis because he gets a lot of inspiration from them. His heroes, as far as leadership styles, are Mussolini, Kim Jong-un, Hitler, Vladimir Putin, Duarte in the Philippines. That's not hyperbole. Those are his, you know, leaders that he aspires to be like. Thankfully for our country, Donald Trump is a lazy, incompetent, stupid man 
who didn't have the wherewithal to like truly rise, if you want to call it that, to the level of kind of rampant cruelty and vindictiveness that those uh, evil characters in U.S. history did. He could have, if obviously, if he was more, you know, ambitious or whatever. But he's a very lazy, incompetent man. You know, he spent most of his time watching TV and playing golf and doing interviews on Fox News. You know, he's, he is that guy. He's, he's that clown show guy from my entire childhood who I knew as a probably about <laughs> seven or eight years old or something that he's not the type of person to follow. He was like an anti role model. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't some kind of whatever savant kid or whatever the fuck. I was just, you know, I had, you know, went to church, you know, even though I cussed a lot and stuff, I, yeah, I did go to church as a kid and still very much a part of my life. The, teachings, not so much church, there's a lot of people that go to church that voted for Donald Trump, an antichrist, you know, the Republican Party picked him twice, there's many that are running their entire campaigns on Donald Trump won in 2020, he, he, he got his ass kicked in 2020, like, what the fuck are they even talking about, uh, the electoral college, you know, why was Donald Trump sort of kind of able to try to pretend like it was close and because a few of the states he only lost by a few thousand now he lost the popular vote by i think seven million or some shit he did very well he got a he came in second place it was like 20 or 30 people running for president on the ballot i don't know if people remember that or not but in 2016 and 2020 there was more than just two names there was a whole slew of names it's kind of crazy that that many people voted for donald trump Seems like it would have been a great year for a third or fourth party candidate to actually finish, even if they finished second, but for the Republican Party to finish like in 10th place or something, you know, like, why didn't that happen in 2016 and 2020? Why did so many people just blindly continue to pick one of those two? For me, as a more of a quote unquote leftist or hippie or progressive or Christian is another way to put it. Um... You know, there was like Green Party, and then there was Democrat. It was like, you know, it was either Hillary Clinton or Jill Stein. And I even took like a little like political compatibility test, and I actually, you know, both of them matched up fairly well in what I believe and stuff. And do I believe in taxes for the wealthy? Yes. Do I believe in universal health care is a right? Yes. Universal education is a right? Yes. Does it mean that the wealthy have to pay more in taxes? Yes. So, does it mean that everyone earns the same amount of money, also known as socialism? No. I'm smart enough to know the difference there. But there's a lot of people that don't. They genuinely think that if you have health care and if you have hospitals and schools that are publicly funded, it means we're a socialist country. Like, there are literally tens of millions of fucking people that actually believe such horseshit. Like, what the fuck? How can't, why is that a thing? that people are like allowed to believe. We are a socialist country if we have hospitals and schools. We already have publicly funded hospitals and schools, mind you. It would just be funding them better so that, you know, a hospital is a place where people go when they're sick and they need healthcare treatment. So we should fund those, pe those places adequately so that the people that are living nearby, if any, they can, they get sick at any time, they can go to that place and get healed, you know, and then go on their way. It's what hospitals do, and that's what the medical staff of hospitals, that's what they devote their lives to doing. So, why not do that? Yeah. How do health insurance companies continue to retain a profit? Who gives a fuck? Should be the answer, you know? Why is that relevant? Yeah, that particular sector of the economy will probably diminish considerably if hospitals become a right. Yes, people will probably decide to stop being customers for the business known as a health insurance company. Yeah, and those companies will become far less valuable. Yep, that's probably something that'll happen. 
Will those companies engage in various activities to try to remain relevant? Of course, some of it might be marketing and messaging. Try to, you know, engage in propaganda to, to manipulate your mind into thinking that if there weren't health insurance companies, ah, how would we exist as a society? We'd exist just fine. Because there would be hospitals where you would go to get healed when you need to get healed. And they would be properly funded, you know, to, and properly staffed and such so that they could take care of people when they're sick. It would be far more efficient. It would actually be less costly because you're just paying purely for the cost of, you know, the medical staff, medical supplies, and then just the cost of taking care of people purely and solely. It's not a for-profit initiative. Are there certain for-profit little partnerships within the hospital? Of course. You know, they serve food and stuff, and they have other little things that they do, you know? I mean, like, there's certainly other opportunities there within his little coffee shop or something. Little ancillary things that probably are going to be more profit-based little entities that kind of connect to the hospital in some way, Little and then various ancillary businesses that kind of surround the hospital, you know, in cohesion partnership but yeah the hospital itself and the staff yeah they would be publicly funded and their job would be to take care of people when they're sick and they need to be healed it's pretty basic no dust stuff and that's one of the benefits of donald trump an incompetent you know moron unethical amoral dipshit becoming president of the united states of america it dumbs it dumbs things down to such a level that it's just kind of it's a certain kind of fuck it attitude that's Generally speaking, it's probably not good. In this modern era, it's like, ah, fuck it, like, just throw it all out there, you know? Nothing really matters anymore, but it does matter, you know? Like, a few days ago, many people died, and Republican parties just kind of, you know, just same old, same old, the same cast of characters, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Kevin McCarthy, Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, Ted Gomer, Ted Gozer, the three dipshit Ted's. Marco Rubio, did I ever say his name? Then you got uh, Ron DeSantis. You got some of the governors and stuff. It's just a slew of just assholes who don't seem to care about much of anything except increasing their own power. And they seem to be willing to stop at nothing to attain more power. There's got to be more options because not every single person in that organization is utterly bad. I like Adam Kinzinger, Mitt Romney's got his moments, you know, like, uh, I can't think of any other names really, but, uh, those two come to mind. The Democrats are certainly not all good is, uh, what's that one guy, Vermont Senator Manchin. Is he good? Cause he's got a D next to his name. No, I'd vote for Adam Kinzinger who has an R next to his name before I'd vote for Joe Manchin. He's got a D next to his name. Joe Manchin is an asshole. The coal baron, he he uses his power to benefit the interests of coal. And that's it. He's got a D next to his name, though. You know, but it's the problem with the modern era, the bipartisan bullshit nonsense. Because there is some overlap within the two organizations where they actually have shared things. And that's not good. But the core principles of the Republican Party are, are way over there what they're mainly about in legislation, not the bullshit they say after, after they make their vote, sort of uh, giving an excuse as to why they voted a particular way. The news is how they vote. So the Republican Party is anti-healthcare is a right, anti-education is a right, they're pro-tax cuts for the wealthy and corporations, and they're also pro-banning the medical procedure known as abortion. That's been around for thousands of years and is described in the book in the uh, Old Testament, also known as the Torah. Uh, the Torah describes specific instances in which uh, abortion may be necessary. Um, but, strangely enough, many people in the anti-abortion crowd, referring to themselves as pro-life for whatever reason, um, they'll cite the Bible as the reason why they believe they are justified in punishing all women. And the government being able to monitor all suspected sexually active women. Because that, that's obviously what it would mean. 
It would be an extremely oppressive, suppressive society in which abortion becomes illegal. That does indeed mean that women who need to get that procedure because they can't go through with the pregnancy. Why? None of your fucking business. (laughs) Certainly not any business of the fucking government, man. Why that woman cannot go through with the pregnancy. That's, That's between her and her partner. It's not the government man's business. It just isn't. I believe the life begins a conception person. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yes, I understand. Why did that woman go to the OBGYN? Why did she go into Planned Parenthood? None of your business. I, I, I know you think you need to know, and I know you think that it's your business, but it isn't. It's not your life. It's that woman's life. Okay? And she may have not gone in there to get abortion. It's, it, again, it's, it's not really any of your business, and it's certainly not government man's business it just isn't it's not his business okay he needs to worry about his own shit i mean and that's the thing that government man his life's kind of fucked up you know he, he's a seems to be a pretty wretched character from time from more often than not and you know he's got to get his own life sorted out before he starts worrying about controlling the lives of all women uh, you know not that he should ever be thinking about doing something like that. That's kind of fucked up. Now, another thing that that government man is against is public education, higher education, it's using public funds to invest directly in universities so that. People who want to get more education can go and get it. And their socioeconomic standing would be completely irrelevant. So basically, any publicly funded university, they would apply. And if accepted, they can start going. How do they cover the cost of living in college, town, whatever? You might need to get some kind of job. But yeah, the tuition and books and all that kind of stuff, books or other classes basic supplies needed to go to school. Yeah, that's all part of going to school. Yes, that's all. Again, you would have to be accepted. So if you're not accepted, you can go to community college, which would also be yeah, publicly funded. As far as the yelps and screams and whatever about it being socialism, it's a very odd, strange argument that people are allowed to get away with. Like, media is like not allowed to correct them. You know, like socialism isn't just publicly funded health care and education. It is that's an aspect of it. It's not the full deal, though. So I'm very anti-socialism for the main reason being it's a system where every single thing is publicly funded and everyone makes exactly the amount of money, and that would be stupid, obviously. You know, so you don't want to go that far. So there's plenty of room for business. In fact, there's probably more room for it, more small business that is though that's that's kind of the kicker that's kind of the underlying issue like the republicans reason for being anti-healthcare anti-publicly funded hospitals is because health insurance companies would would cease to be profitable most likely um if you have you know publicly funded universities available to the public to attend if they want to seek out higher education, including community colleges, if they want to go that route, and that grades aren't quite up or whatever, right out of high school, that would be the way to get into university. Yeah. Um, yeah, it certainly would have a wider range of highly intelligent, skilled workforce. Yeah, so a, a greater fertile ground for small business. Yeah. Um, there might be fewer people choosing the corporate route altogether. Mm-hmm. Yes, that may very well happen, yes. Um, huge sectors of the massive multi-conglomerate corporate thing may not be as relevant if education and healthcare are right. That is true, yeah. The corporate sector may not grow as substantially and may even diminish. One can hope, you know. Instead of a McDonald's, Jack in the Box, Wendy's, whatever the fuck, in every single small town, you have unique restaurants 
that are there. And even if they are like fast foodish or whatever, you know, you could, it's a pretty easy model. You just don't have to buy all your meat and stuff from the McDonald's corporation. You don't have to call it McDonald's. You can call it something totally different. Be unique. Be an individual. You know? Why not? There's a greater fertile ground for that when education is a right, healthcare is a right. You're less reliant on the corporate behemoth. You know? You have greater mobility. You can spend your money more freely. Yeah. It's not a novel idea. There's actually a greater range of business. Businesses. Where you can earn as much money as you want. No, not everyone would earn the same. Why do why do people why are people allowed to think such a thing? I, I don't understand. A marginal tax is not socialism. By definition. Like what it specifically is. Only taxing people who earn above $10 million in one year. You can work your ass off your entire life. You'd be lucky to earn that much in an entire lifetime. But the people who are lucky enough to earn that much in one year, the portion above $10 million, they'll pay a pretty substantial percentage of tax on. Yeah, and the proposed is 70%. It's, I, I think, fine, whatever. That means they still keep 30%. Of the portion above 10 million it's quite a chunk of change now yes they still pay the normal tax rate on the first 10 million but yeah you're, you're talking bare minimum a net income of around seven million dollars after taxes and fees and everything you could secure right there right then and there a very comfortable lifestyle for the rest of your life without ever working another day in your life and yes you can do that yes 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 you can I know there's going to be like <laughs> those those types on those kind of shows screaming something different, but they're wrong. Um, if you're trying to maintain an extremely affluent lifestyle in perpetuity without ever working another day in your life, that may be difficult, like buying a Lamborghini every six months or type shit, but, you know. But living well above, well, well above the median income forever without ever working again, yes, absolutely, 1,000%, you can with an after-tax net income of 7-ish million. Here's the next kicker, though. That's on the very low end of the, the like base rate of earnings for the people paying the marginal tax. It would be about 7 million a year in net earnings, the people actually paying that. The net earnings of the people that are way at the upper ends, it would be probably still in the 30, 40, 50 million dollar range, some of them. Like, it's ginormous, the amount of money that they make. And so that net income after tax is an amount of money that they can secure an extremely comfortable lifestyle in perpetuity, forever, without ever working another day in their life. And what is it that they do for work? They wear a nice suit every day. They go golfing. They have meetings. They talk on the phone. That's what they do. That is what they do. That's what their actions are. Now, what about the people doing all the work, 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 work? The real work, you know, grinding away type shit that if it doesn't happen, <laughs> shit happens, you know? Like the people taking care of the electric grid and the, you know, paving the roads, keeping the lights on, the waterworks. What the fuck do you do if they ain't showing up to work? Who gives a fuck if CEO doesn't show up to work? But they're the ones making the most by a substantial amount, you know, because they sold something to receive that fee. They had to devote their lives to something that isn't exactly in humanity's interests. Grow the corporation at all costs. What if you hear that your corporation is up to certain things at certain locations? You're getting paid that fee to not worry about it. Okay, That's what attracting talent means to be the CEO of ExxonMobil, say, you know, and to still to this day pursue oil as the primary source of energy. You're an energy company. Your primary source should be things other than oil in the year 2020 fucking two. But the fee you get paid 
is to not worry too much about that kind of shit. And then the people that receive that fee, they can also pay that fee in a smaller portion. The politicians work for far less. The, the, the bribes that they receive are far less substantial than the CEOs of big major you know, coal, coal, oil, and pharmaceutical companies, multimedia, whatever. Politicians usually, you know, in the few millions, they'll receive in bribes. It's known as lobbying in the United States of America because we're very full of ourselves. So when politicians receive bribes from super PACs and such, big dark money, massive amounts of money from billionaires and millionaires and whatever, we call it lobbying. But no, it's a, it's a bribe. Hey, bud, I'm going to give you $2 million. Make sure you vote this way. No on the health care bill from pharmaceutical exec. No on the investment in renewables from the oil exec guy or whatever, you know. And then, like, no on public education from various banking executives. And then with that advice or how they want the politician to vote comes the extremely substantial donation to the campaign. It's called a bribe. But again, we're in the United States of America and we're very full of ourselves and we think we're the greatest country ever without question. So we call it lobbying. Yeah, they're lobbying. I worked on the real side of lobbying, and it's a fucking depressing affair, I'll say. You know, I was meeting with my uh, fellow college peers every three months or so to work out our agenda (laughs) for the uh, student liaison that would meet in Olympia, the state capital in Washington State, to talk with various representatives about the interests of uh, students here in the state of Washington, attending public university. But it was meeting after meeting, an hour, a full fucking day, as early 20-something, to just discuss an agenda, you know, to just finalize what, uh, what we wanted our representative to specifically focus on talking with, if they can even get their fucking time, politicians working in Olympia. There's no guarantee that those things were going to happen or anything. So, needless to say, before my one-year <laughs> one tenure was up, I said, fuck it. I don't want to do this. This is stupid. I don't even... This is... I don't, I don't understand what the fuck the point... Like, we're, we're so far down on the totem pole, you know? College students. Yeah, that thing. Politicians could give two fucks, you know? But... I don't know. I'm not one of those like, well, I had to do it in this way when I was a boy, and that's the way the children should have to do it this time, too. It's fucking stupid. That's a dumb, dumb way to think. There was a lot of shit that I had to go through as a young person that was stupid. So those stupid things, now that I'm older, they should try to make sure that future young people don't have to go through those stupid things. You know? They can achieve their full potential maybe earlier. That that would be cooler, you Right? Yes? Like, why not? Why not give them the best path, you know? So, you're poor, but you do well in school. But not, like, super-duper awesome. But, you know, you're well above a 3-0 or something. Or you're, like, just a decent student, like me, you know? I went to community college, but I had to pay for it. But then eventually, because I went to community college for a little while, it was much easier to get into Central eventually to transfer to Eastern Washington University, where I got my bachelor's in business administration marketing major in 2005. I would have had a much different attitude towards school and, uh, I don't know, true desire to learn if I could just have stayed in school for a while. And why not? Who cares? Like, isn't that what philosophers, ancient philosophers were? They're just people that studied all the time? I wouldn't have mind spending, like, more time in school. I just wasn't quite ready to jump into now. It's time to start earning money. I was fine living extremely modestly, like, poor. Not even working poor, just poor. You know, my net income most of the time in college was maybe, like, four grand or something, five grand. I think one of my banner years I earned, like, seven grand just in various summer jobs and also that... uh, Legislative affairs position I had was a paid position representing 
Eastern Washington University. It is kind of funny that the first, you know, presidential campaign I ever went to was Donald fucking Trump. And at the time, I technically had more elected experience than that motherfucker. You know, he was a game show host, though, and he had his name on big, tall buildings in gold. So that made him qualified. (laughs) And this is the post that fucking guy was the president, like for real, I guess. Whatever. I don't know. What the fuck's reality anymore? He was number 45. And now, kind of like because he was 45, like Joe Biden almost like had the run. We needed like, hey, can we get something resembling what used to be? I know used to be wasn't perfect, but holy fuck. Donald fucking Trump? That's that's how far, that's how far it's gone, you know? Because it's like, it's still a thing. You know, it's, it's May 2022, you know, like the fucker lost in November of 2020. He lost by like 7 million. It's over. It's done. Let's, can we move on from that fucker now? I thought it was over back in the late (laughs) nineties after his six bankruptcy. It was like, fuck, finally that fucker is gone. But then, but then the producer of a game show called, uh, survivor, which was a hit game show in the early 2000s. It became a huge, massive hit of television show. The producer of that television show wanted to make a business-themed game show, kind of like Survivor, but business-themed. And he thought Donald Trump would be the perfect host. This was just a couple years after Donald John Trump's sixth bankruptcy. He was doing nothing at the time. He was a has-been. But uh, that producer of that fucking game show revived Donald John Trump's career. He became a game show host. And it was a big hit. And uh, it became a very depressing time for me. You know? Like, I'm a business major. You know? I took, like, aptitude tests and stuff, and it would say, business, this is what you should do. It's like, right as I'm entering my fucking major, that fucking guy is becoming this phenomenon. It's just like, what the fuck? So that's what business is. That's what it is. Just whore yourself out to the wealthy fuck. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's real inspiring, you know? Yay. That amoral fucking dipshit, Donald fucking Trump. Now, mind you, I thought this in the early 2000s. At the time, he was the host of a game show. Nothing I was saying at the time was political by any stretch of the fucking imagination. Imagine the fucking crazy, weird world it is in which saying something disparaging about that dumb shit is now a political statement. Holy fuck. Wow. That actually happened. But I, I, you know, I've seen plenty of it with my own eyes. I was was once at a 4th of July party couple years ago and I'm like kind of just chilling I don't really drink much like the old days but it was a party where that's that was the only activity going on (sighs) and then uh kind of wander into the living room and there it is big old fucking banner make America great again like oh my god oh my god they're real holy fuck it's like it's just, when you learn someone's age, too, and then you see that fucking banner proudly displayed in their fucking living room, it's like, good God, man. Wow. I, I, I can deal with people who are like, at one time, I, I was a camp counselor at a summer camp. It was come as you are, and there was children who were, autistic and uh, had down syndrome it's just a different level of patience i can have with children like that than with a grown-ass fucking adult who's proudly displaying their fucking make america great banner in their fucking living room like oh my god dude really Uh, what do you 
I don't even understand how some people even live their fucking lives. You know, how do you achieve a certain age in life and not know that Donald John Trump was a con man the whole fucking time? Still, you still don't get it. It's just beyond frustrating, you know, like he needs to go away and he needs to finally face some kind of consequences for his fucking decades of fucking people over, you know, it's no good. Now, I'm no saint. I try to always work hard and so now it's more like this fuck it attitude. We're like, yeah, I'm making this fucking podcast and. They've made a total of $15 recording, I don't know how many fucking episodes, but it's cathartic to me, and maybe it's helpful for other people, but this is kind of my all-in approach, just throwing my, myself, my whole thing into the thing, and not really so much to make lots of money, but maybe it will resolve certain debts, fuck, oh yeah, they're nowhere near the debts of uh, Donald John Trump, of course, I, you know. my spending habits are fairly mild, but uh, there are things that I tend to spend on that get me through the days, and sometimes it makes paying for the fixed expenses a little difficult. But I don't know anymore. This is just a. Uh, there's something. There can be something inspiring this time, you know, from the ashes, new birth, you know, like, we, we won't fucking deep, but it, it, it's like, like that, uh, oh, fucking Vance, he's like a former Navy SEAL, he's a bad motherfucker, you know, he, he's, uh, he's on the news, he'll be on MSNBC sometimes, usually just wearing a suit or something, but he's, a, he's, he's like the real deal, dude, you know, and, uh, but, but the stuff going on in Ukraine, he just, <laughs> he just went over there, just to help out. Now, and he's also still, like, being a journalist, too. You know, still aiding with uh, reports back to journalists and stuff. And Godspeed that dude, you know. There's a... That's the thing about the Trump era. It did reveal a lot of really amazing characters. Governments, it's just people. And, you know, as we know as we live our lives, there's all kinds of people. And those people are in government. But... The government is, like, concentrated with those real nasty motherfuckers that you meet in life, like that, like a real vindictive boss or something, you know? Like a real fucking prick. When there's an organization that is just, like, kind of concentrated with those types, apathetic, sociopathic, narcissistic assholes. Government officials don't have to have that personality, and there's plenty of them that don't, that are still very, very alpha. It is, uh, you know, I find it, it is interesting that most of them that meet those kind of attributes. Very, very absolute alpha. They are alphas to the nth degree, but they also happen to be women. Yeah, we probably need more women representing us in politics because the men are behaving very, very, very badly. But the, the brightest stars right now definitely seem to be women. You know, Katie Porter, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, there's just, there's... There's real democracy going on. There's people fighting for the interest of people. You know? Like, healthcare as a right. Let's have hospitals to heal people when people are sick. Don't be a lobbyist for the health insurance company. Right? You know, what about my health insurance? You know what, bud? If you want to continue to be a customer with Blue Cross Blue Shield, Blue Cross Blue Shield would be happy to continue to have your service. We'd be happy to have you as a customer. Okay? We'd love it. That'd be wonderful. You are a customer of those companies. Okay? If you want to continue to spend your money there, go ahead. It's your money. We're a capitalist society. But we will have hospitals and schools that are publicly funded. What people choose to do with their good health and good education, why? The world's wide open, isn't it? It opens it wide up. And when it comes to publicly funded health care, yeah, good good public health care. No, it doesn't mean that government agents will be, you know, monitoring women 
suspected of being pregnant and stuff. You know, that's that that's not really health care. That's not caring. That's not empath. That's not empathy. You know, what regardless of when you believe that, you know, life begins or whatever. It's a, it's a fascinating philosophical argument and debate, and I love to have it. Although, me saying that would mean I, I would force me <clears throat> to basically. I, I don't know, to, to sort of like, I don't know, to turn my back on the entirety of my own existence, I guess, or something. I, I would have to like remove myself from everything that I believe in order to accept what you believe, which is an impossibility. So let's just leave the government man out of it is the thing. Let's let you say what you believe and continue to say it, and then maybe provide other alternatives. How about that? Can you do some things that help reduce the number of abortions without banning abortion? What alternatives do you have while still understanding that there are some things in this world that are going to happen that you're uncomfortable with? You know, you got to live your life. So speak your mind by all means. I believe that life begins with conception. Great say that over and over and over again like a broken record and shout it from the rooftops and all that and then pay a lot of money to have a billboard where you have a picture of a baby that's alive and is a baby has a name now and has clothes on and is sitting there smiling at the camera and then something about abortion to the, in words next to the picture of the baby um, yeah, whatever, fine the saying is fine you know, saying stuff it, it's the actions of actually like taking away another person's rights that that's the part that's the too far, you know, say what you believe. Great. Okay. Cause the thing is not banning abortion does not mean it's forcing people to get abortions. Okay. So it's not forcing the opposite. I don't know if that's going to make sense to the anti-abortion folks though pro-life is they refer to themselves as pro-life but that's that's not really they're anti-abortion that the law is an anti-abortion law the law isn't a pro-life law it's an anti-abortion law i understand that the people that are pro anti-abortion like there should be a law banning this particular medical procedure that exists and has existed for thousands of years and is knowledge therefore it cannot be undone it's an, an impossibility The people that are pro that, they call themselves pro-life. But that's not really that's not really what the law is, you know. So it's media has to do something better in how they just describe the sides instead of just purely saying what their slogan is. You know, the um the anti abortion law is oppressive and suppressive, regardless of when you feel that life begins, you know. It, it, and again, it is a fascinating philosophical discussion. But again, I can't accept that. That's not how God made me to believe that, you know, I began at conception or something. You know, it's it's just not how I, I can't get there. I'm going to say can't to me. It's a, whoa, like it's, it's not going to happen. That's not my understanding of my experience of life. And again, but again. These are wonderful discussions, but it gets into very deep philosophical type stuff that the government man shouldn't be like drawing this rigid kind of thing on because you're talking about biology and stuff and you're talking about what's going on inside of a woman's body is the, you know, and, and then you're also talking about the way to specifically prevent that is government agents monitoring women all the time. That's is what an anti-abortion law is in practice and reality. It's not a saving baby law because it would mean funds would be redirected from public service and stuff taking care of children funds to pay for these sort of agents that would be monitoring women they would have to be paid for the anti-abortion law would cost money still yeah because you'd have to be constantly monitoring women to make sure they're not getting an abortion because yeah it would still be in demand and there would still be people that would know how to do it and be willing to do it even if it meant 
some kind of criminality. And then, of course, if it becomes a crime, then, then yeah, that's the criminal justice system. That's costs, too, you know. So just kind of jams up the work. It's kind of creating stress and anxiety just because you can kind of thing, just because you feel like doing it. It makes you feel better, I guess, or something. I, I don't really truly understand the motives of the law the true law how as written and what they're trying to do it's uh it, what it's about is suppression suppression oppression that's it subjugation of women by very angry wealthy sociopathic white men with lots and lots of power too much power and so hopefully uh people start voting them out Make sure you register to vote. Again, make sure when you register to vote and you do vote, vote for candidates that are pro-health care, pro-education, and pro-democracy. Citizens have the right to vote. It should be, and it should be easy to vote. There shouldn't be weird restrictions on voting. It shouldn't just be on one exact day. Well, I saw it, I did it on my day. Awesome, bud. We're in a democracy and we can make laws to change and adapt to our society to make things easier and more productive. Yeah, so let's make it easy to vote. Yeah, mail-in votes are not fraudulent votes. They're mail-in votes. I mail in my vote. It's easier that way. So, yeah, vote for candidates that are pro-democracy. You know, the right to vote. Don't vote for candidates that are pro-fascism, also known as Trumpism. You know, a candidate that's running on a campaign of Trump won in 2020. He knows that he can manipulate you. That's why he's saying that. Yeah. People have, well, MAGA, you know, MAGA have declared themselves to the world. You know, they believe that Trump is what he says he is or whatever. Like they, they actually think that Donald John Trump is a successful business. They literally think that it's not you know, whatever, it, it, they're not pretending to like him or something, or maybe some of them are, I, I don't really fully understand the, the, the full thing, like what's going on there, it's just pure fuck it to the, a level that's like, I, I, I don't even know what's going on, it, it's hard to get into the mind of that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a strange potpourri of, of a cult, the mega thing, you know. And how it has, man, how it has made an impact, if you want to call that, on our society. Goodness. It seemed like we were starting to move in a more decent direction, but man. Yeah, we've uh, dropped down a peg or two. We've, uh, I don't know. It's the post he was president era, and it, it, he's still lingering. And the organization that picked him, they're not, like, completely irrelevant now. They're still possibly like the number one option for many people. The organization that picked Donald fucking Trump twice to be the president is still considered like a legit political organization. Like, why? There's other organizations. Why can't the media just talk about them? There's other conservative ones too, like libertarian. Just talk about them more, you know? Like, why is it news what Mitch McConnell said? Uh, we're blind, uh, attack, uh, we're, we're. Don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah, he's a, he's a wretched asshole who's been in power for way too long. But Kentucky keeps electing him barely. There's plenty of people in Kentucky that do not want Mitch McConnell to be their senator, but... You know, there's just enough people that go along with whatever Fox News tells them to do that he gets to stay in power. Cut taxes for wealthy. Cut taxes for corporations. Cut funding to healthcare and education. And then vote no to remove Donald John Trump from his job when he abused his power. Yeah. Donald John Trump was a... Well, just about what you expect when you hand... <laughs> Like, we actually allowed that to happen. How the fuck did that guy pass a background check, a security check? Like, what the... How come there wasn't some kind of mechanism to, like, wait, 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 not... He, he, 
You can't pick him, though. Come on. Like, there's there's not some kind of something. And then there, there was, and then they just refused to do it. Like, there was a stopgap. You can impeach him. Like, as soon as he fucks up bad enough, which he did over and over again, every single fucking day of his presidency. But then there were some fuck-ups that were just too big of fuck-ups to just do nothing. You had to. You had a legal responsibility to hold him some kind of accountable. But the Republican Party said, no, he gets to keep his job, even though, yes, he abused his power. And then, right towards the end, Donald Trump has his most loyal people try to invade the Capitol. He encourages them to do it. Says he's go with them. He'll be there right with them. And then he watches it all on Fox News. That guy is still, like, popular. There's still people claiming to be Christian that are pro-Trump. That one I find... I don't like getting into that kind of mental gymnastics. Like, stay steady. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. You know? In three words, how does Donald Trump, Trump in character, align with the teachings of Jesus? He's... Three words. Go. person in the Bible that I would compare Trump to seems more apt be more like Saul and Saul eventually became Paul Trump is still Trump he's still Saul it's kind of this <sighs> it's weird that that guy actually is that guy you know like that weird caricature of the arrogant businessman that he'd put on in the early 80s. He just, he dug all the way in on it. And he didn't, it's like he doesn't know how to, sh he didn't know how to shake it. He had no ability to uh, rise to the job whatsoever, nor any desire to. You know, he, he just wanted the power. And then, uh, few months into office, he signed a bill that reduced his own tax rate. He only paid 760 bucks in taxes in 2017. I paid just under three grand, and then I got a letter from the IRS saying I owed them more. Made only 45 grand for the whole year. Donald John Trump's supposedly a billionaire. But that's what people wanted. That's what MAGA wanted. That's one way to... You're going to shake the system up. Yeah, hand over the reins to a greedy billionaire con man corrupt asshole who doesn't give a fuck about anything except increasing his own power and fame. And that's why he's famous. That's what he's famous for being. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, that went well. And you want more of it? Fuck. I don't know. So, yeah, let me cut it off there. Get in a better mood. There is, again, from the ashes comes new birth. People can wake up and they don't have to be all upset and mad about being Trump or being called out. I mean, whatever. Just, just stop doing the bad thing. You know, there's if you're small government, fiscal stuff, libertarians, big on the like low regulation and all that kind of shit, minimal taxation. That's a big thing with them. I'm more progressive. I, I don't really give two fucks about taxing taxes. Getting a letter from the IRS was kind of annoying, but, I, yeah, I don't really mind taxes getting taken out of my check. I understand the necessities of a society. Hospitals and schools are also necessities. You know, they're not, they shouldn't be privileges, especially higher education. It, it's still a necessity for many people. It certainly was for me. I would have just been digging ditches my whole life. Well, haven't gone too far beyond that. <laughs> but... It certainly broadens the range a little bit with the degree, broadens the uh, horizons quite a bit. A lot of experiences I got to have in life that I definitely would not have had if I hadn't got a degree. Probably would have been diff more difficult to get out of my shitty hometown.
you know, it was either military or college. So I like the idea of that option being just more definitive. If you want to get out of your town, go to school, go apply to university, you know, figure out some kind of cost of living while you're there. Maybe you borrow money for that part. Banking can still be involved. You know, small little loans just to cover base, but get some kind of small job. Live poor. It's not too bad. Especially when you're young and in college. It's not bad at all. Gets a little old after a while if you don't have enough money for like spring break trips and shit, so maybe that'll motivate you to earn money. Why not? I don't really understand the argument against. So stay safe out there. God bless. This is Gary. Thinking out loud.